Hi everyone, and welcome to the Bible Project Podcast. And we reach today Genesis chapter 5, and have called today's message, The Great Patriarchs. I'd remind you that the transcript of every single one of my podcasts is available in the episode notes of the audio version of that podcast. So in reaching this opening section of Genesis chapter 5, entitled in many Bibles, The Great Patriarchs, the question I'd like to ask is what makes them great? In every field of human endeavour, some people stand out, some people are literally outstanding. When I used to work in financial services, there were endless lists and league tables, and many people strive to be top of those lists. Time Magazine has a Person of the Year award, and of course the ultimate accolade in any field is often the Nobel Prize given in several different categories. Me, myself, I enjoy the Ig Nobel awards. These are awards given every year for stupid or meaningless scientific research. Some recent winners include the Ig Nobel Prize for Archaeology went to Eclair de France, who in the course of their research removed what they thought was graffiti but turned out in fact to be prehistoric paintings of bisons in a cave in Meunier near France in the village of Brunquel. The Ig Nobel Prize for Peace one year was given to the Wright Laboratory in Daytona, Ohio for its research in trying to develop an estrogen bomb which they thought might cause the enemy to become more effeminate and lose the will to fight. That laboratory spent seven and a half million dollars of US taxpayers' money on that particular research. What about this one for medicine? Brian Whitcomb from the University of Gloucester for his research on sword swallowing and its side effects, reaching the amazing conclusion that sword swallowing sometimes causes sore throats. What about Dr. Wattinger? for putting patients on roller coaster rides to see if he could hasten the passage of kidney stones. Maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe it did help some people. But one of my favourite Ig Nobel Awards went to someone called James Heathcote, whose medical research created a paper which was entitled Why Do Old Men Have Big Ears? Now be honest, wouldn't you like to know if you're a man if your ears are really going to get bigger over time? But regardless, in just about any field of endeavour there are always outstanding individuals. My question is, are there outstanding individuals spiritually, and if so, who are they? And what can we learn from them, and what does one have to do to become a great spiritual man or woman? In our series on the book of Genesis, we've come to a chapter that tells us especially about one outstanding individual and what he was like. Now the one outstanding individual is best seen against the backdrop of a whole list of ancestors. Now reading through this chapter can feel a bit like reading through an obituary column in a newspaper, but I believe all scriptures are given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit and all scriptures are God-breathed and are profitable and were inspired and placed deliberately by the Spirit of God into the Genesis narrative. Now I'm not going to read the whole passage to you, 
but I do need to point out some relevant parts and I will be bobbing in over the next few days and looking at individual verses in some details. But if you'd like the entire text of the Patriarchal List, it's available in the episode notes. But in this episode, we're just going to look at the opening three verses. Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 to 3, which says this. This is the written account of the family line of Adam. When God created mankind, he made them in the image and likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them. And he named them mankind when they were created. And when Adam had lived a hundred and thirty years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and named him Seth. So the subject of this genealogy is going to be the family line of Adam through Seth. Remember, in the last few podcasts, we saw and heard and discussed about Cain killing Abel. And I said at that point, at the end of chapter 4, that Adam and Eve had had another son called Seth. So in chapter 4 we heard about the line of Cain and what they got up to and now in chapter 5 we're going to be given the line of Seth. So not Cain, not Abel, but Seth is the focus now. And this is the structure of this pattern. So we are told how someone lives X number of years before becoming a father and that they have a son who carries on the line and that that child lives X number of years. Sometimes it tells us if they fathered more children and then gives the total number of years that the first person lived. And that is a pattern that is repeated and followed throughout this chapter. Now I'm not going to address the particular question of the long lives mentioned here today. I'll come back to that later on, probably in a few weeks. But for now, let me just clarify that the Bible indicates that these people were real, actual real people. And we know that because their children and these family lines are mentioned again in the first four chapters of 1 Chronicles, which was written at least 300 years later. And they're mentioned again in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3, written at least 600 years later. So these are definitely real historical people. Remember last week, at the end of chapter 4, we were told that Seth's line began to call upon the name of the Lord. So Genesis chapter 5 is now the history of the godly line through Seth. So what's the point of this genealogy? They live, they have a child, and then they die. What's the point of telling us that? Well, I hope we can find out why these people are referred to as the great patriarchs and what makes them great, spiritually great, together in the next few episodes. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Thank you for joining me. Now the place to go to connect to this and any other ministries I'm involved in is the podcast notes section of the audio podcast on the Buzzsprite website. Or by looking in the episode notes section on whatever app provider you use. Within that you'll not only find the transcript of each talk, but you'll also find links to all the ministries and the way to connect with us, including the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and links both to this, the daily podcast, and the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, which is a weekly roundup of all the various Bible study and talks that I'm doing over the period of the preceding week. 
You'll also find links there to my SoundCloud and my Bandcamp page where I create the background music and the sound design of these broadcasts. But with that, all I'd like to say is thank you for joining me and I hope to join with you again very soon.